Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Ragland, Educational and Transformational Ministries. I want to welcome you to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this week's podcast. We pray for the coronavirus victims. We pray for the safety and well-being of our friends, our family, our loved ones, for the United States, and for the entire world. We pray for our leaders. We pray for peace of mind. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. After working from home all week due to the coronavirus, I was asked by several of my great ministry friends if I was going to say anything about the current situation, if the world was coming to an end, and if I was going to carry on like normal. I'll address the last item first. Am I going to carry on like normal? The answer is no. There is nothing routine about life these days. Ordinarily, I don't work from home. My first week at home was challenging, and I'm truly grateful to my friend, our IT guy, and fellow Christian Richard. Now, I trust God to supply all of my needs. Ten days ago, when I went shopping, I didn't need toilet paper or paper towels, and there were none to be found. This week, I needed paper towels, and they were available. I also picked up a couple rolls of toilet paper, just in case. Since they were available, limit two rolls. I look at the current situation like Jesus' parable of the ten virgins, five wise and five foolish, found in Matthew 25, 1-13. The five wise virgins took oil for their lamps, while the five foolish virgins took no oil. When it came time to use the lamps, the five foolish virgins asked the five wise virgins for some of their oil. The wise virgins refused to share and directed them to the lamp oil cellar. The door was shut to the wedding while the foolish virgins were gone, and when they returned, they could not get in. This parable is about preparing yourself for the return of Jesus. Fast forward 2,000 years, and the wise shopper has toilet paper, while the foolish shopper believes that they can go to Walmart at midnight and buy more. Except Walmart is closed. Here's more wisdom to be used in the dilemma. The virus is passed on through close personal contact, yet there are some churches who refuse to close their doors. While this is within their rights as a sovereign church, exposing members, especially members who have underlying health issues, is not wise. I trust God, but I wear a seatbelt in a car. I trust God, but I wear a life preserver on a boat. I trust God, but I wash my hands. I believe God is using this virus to remind us to prepare for Christ's return. We get complacent, caught up in our day-to-day routine, but preparation is on the back burner. I believe this is also a call for Christians to pray. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Yes, our land needs healing, and the supernatural power of God can alleviate the problem, but will you do your part and pray for healing? Will you do your part and seek God's face? Will you do your part and turn from your wicked ways? Our trust in God should not only be to protect us, but to repair us. And more than that, God is able to conquer the virus. I was also asked 
if this is the end of the world? My answer is no. This is a part of the signs leading to the end, but it is not the end. There have been several pandemics whose number of deaths have topped a million people. The HIV AIDS virus have killed over 36 million and counting. The Hong Kong flu epidemic of 1968 killed over a million, while the flu pandemic of 1918 killed between 20 and 50 million worldwide. The bubonic plague killed an estimated 75 to 200 million from 1346 to 1353 AD in Europe, Africa, and Asia. Now, if they had news coverage in 1346, like we do now, people would think that the world was coming to an end. It is this information and misinformation that has led to panic buying, hoarding of essential supplies, and price gouging. For example, I was sent a text last week saying that President Trump was going to declare martial law and to stock up on supplies. This was after the shelves had already been cleared. Later, it was discovered that this was a hoax, a classic case of misinformation. As Christians, panic should not be part of our DNA. Fear should not be part of our makeup. Yet here we are. We fear the unknown, like, does my neighbor have the virus without knowing it? And could he possibly infect me? Now, the flu is not new. We have flu season every year. Flu shots are offered at the beginning of flu season. People still die from flu every year. Now, our mortality has been put in the spotlight for all to see. We have played the role of Superman so long that we have forgotten about kryptonite, so to speak. The coronavirus is our kryptonite. Or is it? We must discontinue the flawed thinking that we are invincible, sent to earth to live forever. We have put our trust in medicine and doctors instead of putting our trust in God. Our money says in God we trust, but our hearts say in medicine we trust. Now, don't get me wrong. Modern medicine has increased our life expectancy here in the U.S., but life expectancy has dropped for the second consecutive year in a row. Why? Well, an article in the British Medical Journal says that Americans are in a state of despair. Deaths from substance abuse, alcohol abuse, suicide, and poor health caused by diabetes, cancer, and heart disease are on the increase. Why? If we can't get medicine legally, it is procured illegally. All because we are not happy. So let me see if I have this straight. We live in the world's richest country. We live in a country that has thousands and thousands of people trying to enter every day. We live in the top five most technologically advanced country, and yet we are not happy. There's something that's not adding up in this equation. Something missing from the calculation. There is something that has thrown off our equilibrium, which has caused us to lead unbalanced lives. Now, what would bring our lives back into balance? What would keep us from despair? The answer, my friends, is a relationship with Jesus Christ. He knows what's best for us. He wants what's best for us. He can give you what's best for you, but you have to let him into your heart so he can get that heart of stone out of you and replace it with his character. My friends, a lot of your neighbors are hurting right now. Please check on them. Call them. Tell them that you love them, and so does God. Tell them to keep a positive mental attitude and to trust God for everything. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you because you first loved us. Teach us to trust you. 
for you will supply all of our needs according to your riches in glory. Keep us safe, keep us healthy, keep us in your care. In Jesus' name, amen. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for great ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Great Ministries is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Or you can mail your donation to P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048. Or if you have any questions, call us at 678-693-2204. Be blessed, stay safe, and have a great week.